This is Dr. Lisa Kriegel, and welcome to season two. If you haven't listened to season one, this might be a great time to hopefully get inspired after this episode and go back and listen to previous episodes that you haven't listened to, or just re-listen to your favorites. Um, I will be trying to do a similar thing, which is, you know, keep fairly short episodes packed with a lot of information, hopefully a lot of fun. Um, several listeners have mentioned that I have a soothing voice. So if nothing else, listen before you go to bed at night, maybe it'll help you fall asleep um, or do something else even better. Anyway, let's get started. I am excited to be here for episode one of season two. Let's talk about sex rooms, redecorating your relationship. So at the time I'm recording, there's a fairly new show on Netflix, How to Build a Sex Room. And I've watched it. I I didn't at first. I don't know why. I, I was like, probably because I live in Manhattan and I, I can barely even have space for work from home, let alone a whole separate room just devoted to sex. So it seemed a little irrelevant, but it was wrong. Um, so today's episode is going to be about why you should be watching how to build a sex room on Netflix. So I have no affiliation with Netflix. I don't get any kickback. But what I did realize from watching the show is that a lot of what I talk about in season one, the importance of communication, of talking about sex, of sex positivity, of no judgment, of letting go of shame, all of that is here in this one show. So I was like, you know what? I think this is fantastic. So I am promoting watching this show. And I will get into more details about how you can watch it and what you can do with what you're watching. But first, I thought I would start with just the basic premise of the show, which is basically a home makeover show. But with a twist, obviously. There's no kitchen cabinets. There's, you know... No, no country versus, well, there is kind of, you know, decor choices, but this is um, a designer, Melanie Rose, a lovely British woman uh, who apparently was a high-end designer whose clients repeatedly were asking for her, I guess, to gussy up their bedroom, but then also to build sex rooms. And it kind of became her thing. So... What I love is that as one client described her, she is the Mary Poppins of sex rooms. Um, And she shows up with a bag of tricks, in this case, a literal bag of sex toys, um, to explore her client's interests, their desires, see their boundaries. So let's talk about what is in it that we've talked about, that I've talked about with you here on this podcast um, before. And the first thing is the idea of sex positivity. 
this woman is so incredibly sex positive. Um, there is really that energy through the whole show that sex is something that should be pleasurable, that it's meant to be enjoyed, that is, that it's a healthy, important part of life. And what she also brings to the show that I think is so important is just this lack of judgment and an openness. And like we've talked about, and like I've talked about in the episode on shame, so many of us have heard really shameful narratives. Uh, we live in a country that is going backwards, frankly, in terms of some of its misogyny and views towards sex and um, what should be allowed and all of this instead of kind of an openness. So I think it is no wonder that a lot of us might still have some issues around sex and shame, uh, our own shame, shame about certain types of sex. And so what I love is that when Melanie, the designer, is sitting down to talk with each client, really what she's doing is she's exploring with them what they like and what excites them. And there is no judgment at all. And, and she'll push a little bit, but if you, you're not into something, so she pulls out her bag of sex toys and there's floggers and she seems to have a real thing for this large silver, what is a butt plug. And a lot of people don't know what everything is and some people do. And she just explores it with them. And so I think one way of letting go of shame and opening ourselves up to feeling more comfortable with sex is actually through modeling, through watching other people who are comfortable with sex. Now, because sex is usually such a private thing and people aren't talking about it openly, we don't really get a chance to peek into other people's sex lives or look at their bedrooms, especially just people that are not scripted in a movie or TV show or even porn, right? Which is kind of over the top views sometimes of what sex is. This is just regular people talking about what they like and what they don't like. And so I think sometimes watching that, listening to it helps if there's any discomfort, helps you become more comfortable. So that spirit of sex positivity is really runs through the show. And I think is a terrific model for how we can be talking about sex. So the other thing that I really liked about the show is that with so many different couples, what happens is that we see a really large variety of different couples, heterosexual, gay, there's even a uh, group of six or seven who are all sort of in a relation, sexual, have sexual relationships together. Um, 
And so what I really like is when you see so many different couples, different ages, different body types, different sexualities, different comfort levels, it really helps to normalize, and I'm using normalize in quotes, to sort of normalize sex as not being one thing, as not looking any certain way. And, you know, so often, again, when we see images of sex portrayed in media, it's usually a specific type of person or or there's expectations that go with it. So this is an opportunity to see lots of different people and hopefully to find someone in there that resonates with yourself or their issues resonate. Like there's so much variety that there's more likelihood of finding something that you can relate to, which I think is great, right? Some couples are much more open to experimentation. Some couples are already pretty kinky. Some couples have barely had any sex, um, don't even want a sex room. They just want a bedroom free from laundry and video games and a space that helps them relax and focus. So this is an opportunity. You don't even have to watch every episode, but to find some episodes that really speak to you and that if it's uncomfortable for you, that you can get comfortable with and then maybe push yourself to watch some of the others. Um, so that's the other piece I love about it. So moving on, there's also an opportunity through the show where you can explore and push some boundaries, at least the designer, Melanie Rose, she definitely is doing that. She is checking in with each couple, seeing what they like, um, bringing them even to with to kink, like places where people have do kink or to a dominatrix to see what that is about and see if that's something they'd want to incorporate into their room. And what I like is that part of exploration is also about pushing boundaries, but also in a consensual way and being able to say no. And I really love seeing that she brings one couple, for example, to a BDSM place where there's uh, some BDSM going on. And it was definitely more than they liked or were interested in. And, and they said so. And I think being able to see people setting boundaries, like, is also a really important part of it doesn't feel safe to explore sex yourself or with a partner if you don't also know that setting boundaries is a really important part of the exploration. So for this couple, you know, they were not into the BDSM, but they really liked what something, one element of what they saw, which was something called shibari, which is sort of a rope in, in a Japanese rope tying. In this case, it was also a uh, suspension, which I hadn't been familiar with. Um, so that takes us to the next reason why you should be watching this, which is you can learn about all sorts of new sexual activities and kinks and toys. And um, there's 
so much to learn about. There was a lot I was familiar with and things I had heard about but never seen. So one of the things that Melanie is really into is the St. Andrew's Cross, which she incorporates into several of the sex rooms, which is basically more like sex furniture. And if you don't know what that is, I will save that for you to kind of go to the episode and watch. Um, But it is really more part of BDSM and furniture, which also was really cool because if you're building sex rooms, there is furniture out there that is really made specifically for sex, Um, sex swings. My favorite in particular was something that they called, I think, a sex chair, but it was really more like a love seat. Um, And it's supposed to actually help have more comfort and flexibility to have a lot of different positions. So for myself, as someone who's getting older and noticing a little more pain here and there, um, I thought that that was kind of hot, like to have this furniture that you can actually be more comfortable, but it's sexy because we don't often think of comfortable and really sexy going together. At least I don't, right? Because a lot of these sex toys and like the St. Andrew's Cross and some of them don't look that comfortable. So, and comfort's not always the name of the game, but sometimes it is. So it's nice to know that there's things out there that can help your sex life and help it by you feeling more physically comfortable. So that was a nice surprise. Um, and I think when you watch the show, there's little plugs for some of these uh, plugs. I shouldn't say there's plugs. Yes, there are plugs. But there was also advertisement for some of the furnishings that you see on the show. Um, I know I looked it up some and it's it's a whole new world. So this this beats watching home shows about kitchen cabinets any day. So the final thing is that I hope and what I'm encouraging by encouraging you to watch this show, either by yourself or with a partner, is that it's an opportunity for you to get curious and really explore what you like. And it's one more way to explore what turns you on or even to explore where some of your limits might be, something you thought might turn you on, but watching watching it or seeing it um, in the room, it really doesn't. And But those moments of curiosity, of maybe pushing your boundaries, of those just watching and noticing where you might feel a spark or a tingle, or you see something that is in the room, or you see the sex room and go, you know, full on, hell yeah, that's what I want my room to look like. So, you know, this is a great opportunity to see what is your style sexually, but also sensually, right? What are, what is the color scheme? What are the right shower or tub? Because she really goes all out. So if you're watching with a partner, as you know, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, this is about getting you talking about sex. For some reason, people feel so much more comfortable just having sex 
than they do sitting and talking about it. So this is an opportunity without stress. You don't have to go to a sex shop. You don't even have to watch porn. You don't have to do anything. This is like literally a Netflix and chill evening in which you have an opportunity to talk about on a really simple level, what did you like? What didn't you like? In the hope that not only can you stimulate conversation, which is the point, but that you just maybe even get stimulated yourself, right? This is the whole point is to be open to where do you feel excitement, pleasure, joy, you know, wanting wanting to be with this other person that you've chosen to be with. How do you take your relationship, if it's good, to the next level? If sex hasn't been good between you, this might be a way, even if conversation has been difficult, to say, hey, there's this new show I wanted to watch. Can we watch it, right? Sometimes the hardest part about talking is that, entrance into the conversation. How do I bring this up? So this is a really easy way. You don't have to read a book. You don't have to introduce a new new toy that you might be afraid to introduce. You can watch together and then talk about what turned you on. What might you be open to? What What was intriguing to you? What would you like to explore? What would they like to explore? You could even maybe fantasize about what your sex room would look like, what you would want in there. Um, This is like, there's no limits. So this is about curiosity and creativity and just opening up those channels of talking about sex and pleasure. So... The last note is like myself, who lives in an apartment in Manhattan with not a lot of extra space, if building a whole room isn't possible, which for many of us, for many reasons, and, and when you see the rooms, I don't even know what the costs of these are, but it's like the home decorating shows, right? It's a fortune, you know, a lot of them. So I guess they get it for free if they're on the show, but if you're not going to be a client on the show and it's not a possibility, what I recommend after talking with your partner or just deciding for yourself what you like is to think of one or two things that you might change or add to your bedroom to make it feel more sensual, more sexy, even just more peaceful right? If you remember from one of my very first episodes, one of the biggest hindrances to sexual arousal and desire is stress and anxiety. So if the laundry is on the bed or, or, or scattered on the floor waiting to be folded or, in, you know, you're not going to really feel as much in the mood. So this is about what can you do if not building a whole sex room to make the bedroom or a room, you know, where where you spend most of your time, if it's with a partner for yourself, if you're by yourself, do that as well, right? What makes your room more sensual? What makes you feel more 
sexy and more at and more peaceful and comfortable to want to be sexual with yourself or with a partner. So I hope that you get to watch the show. This is an opportunity not just to redecorate your home, but to redecorate your relationship, your sex life, and to have some fun. So enjoy. It's great to be back. I look forward to speaking with you again. Thanks so much for being here. My Instagram is let's talk about sex underscore really. And until next time. Oh, 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 oh